We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spider-Man. You get all the attention now. Ooh, I like that. Spider-Man. That might be called new nickname. Swider basket in a foul. Eddie Casey. Swider. Answer back. Swider from deep. Laces the three. Swider. And one. Count the bucket. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Episode 53. 53, Patty. Out in Oshkosh, Wisconsin right now. Just got done playing my first G League game. And, uh, yeah, just we just watched a little Syracuse basketball. Put up a tough fight against Tennessee. So we're going to be giving you guys a little bit of everything, obviously. Uh, the transition from Miami to Sioux Falls playing in the G League. While also recapping the, the Syracuse game that just happened against Tennessee. So, Patty, how you doing, man? It looks like you're in New York City. I am, um, yep. Just, just I'm being the nine from my apartment. Just being the nine to fiver that you are, just just a complete of grinder. Of course, the best podcast studio on the East Coast. Did you ever foresee, um, you know, when you were getting into the league, podcasting from Oshkosh, Wisconsin? Did you think that was in your future? Man, I, I knew being a two A could be in, in the cards, and I knew. Well, I didn't know Oshkosh was where the Wisconsin herd was, but I didn't know that was a place till yesterday. It's a it's a it's a place, Patty. It's definitely right. a place. It's 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 yeah. got the it's got it's got the vibes of New York City and the weather of L.A. So yeah. No, oh wait, obviously I, I forgot to. I meant to start with this um, to our listeners. Happy Thanksgiving! You guys are tuning in on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. Maybe the best day of the entire calendar year. Um, I had a question for the group, Adam. Feel free to chime in. Do you guys think this is the best week of the entire year as an American? Because I think it is. Mm-hmm. Well, that, so how it works, yep, would be Thursday would be a day, and then the days before and after would be the week, so then that would be the best week of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the biggest argument, or like 4th of July, perhaps. Yeah, Fourth July is a, a great one as well, Patty. I, Thanksgiving has to be up there, man. Thanksgiving has to be yeah, up there, exactly. especially especially if you're uh, you're throwing down some good food. You're a big football fan. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we'll get into all that. But I I don't know, man. I think there, there's nothing really like Christmas, though. Yeah. Nothing like nothing like Christmas. Yeah, that's that's the biggest. Those are the two heavy hitters. That's uh, our take for the week is that we like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So if you take nothing else from this podcast, take that. But um, hey, but. 
but I, I just I just don't like the right after Halloween, November first, there's already Christmas commercials. I I, I don't like that. I think you we don't like that. that? No, I don't like it. I kind of like that. I'm 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 of the um you know like working an actual job now. Anything that can provide any sort of excitement in your life, I think I'm all for it. So November first, if you start playing like Mariah Carey at a bar, I'm I'm all in on it. I don't really care. When does the tree go up, Patty? For us, for the Casey fam, well, that's that's a great question because we usually get the tree. I don't know, start of December, but yeah. being the wholesome family that we are, we always try and have everyone there to decorate the tree. And as we get older, it's near impossible for us to always decorate the tree with everyone there before like a couple days before Christmas. So when, when I was playing college basketball, there was there was times where you're decorating it like a couple days before, but now I think like my parents and my sister just take the reins and they do it like as early as they want to. That might be the most Scranton Casey family thing I've ever heard in my life that you guys are all doing the tree together. Yeah, it's the most wholesome thing ever. I like it's a it. Tight knit group. Yeah. I love it. But uh it's, how about you guys? Very, the sliders? Are you guys real early? I feel like you're probably early. <laughs> I remember growing up it was like the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, mm-hmm. my sisters were all over it. And then I think the older and older we've gotten, the later and later it's gone up. So, um, well, no one's no one's like. It's very rare that the whole family's home. I will say I mean, this: you never I'm, like. Yeah, you're never right. able to just go home for like a week. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I would say uh, I will say this though: my mom may not have the tree out the day after Thanksgiving, but she has the freaking decoration the decorations the going. going. Yeah, of course, going. Mm-hmm. Going yeah, that gets uh, that gets like it's the most nostalgic thing that I have as a twenty five year old. Like getting the <laughs> Christmas decorations out, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, but um, great. all right, good little holiday tangent there. The reason I brought up this as the best week of the year, though, is I think Feast Week is maybe one of the best sports weeks of the entire year. It just kicked off with our very own Syracuse Orange. Um, Played Tennessee. My big takeaway out. We'll get into like some, some takes because you were able to watch, what all yep. the game, right, Swider? Yeah, I was able to watch today. Nice, yes, sir. Nice Monday afternoon. Yep. It's that's the only time of the year that you're getting that on a Monday afternoon. But um, Tennessee is so annoying. I don't know what your main takeaway was from the game, but overall, good effort from the Orange. There's no moral victories in our program, but um, they look good. Yeah, no, Tennessee's always, like, probably one of the harder teams in the country to play against. Rick Barnes is obviously a great coach. They they have a very physical style of basketball. It's not always pretty to watch, but um, I thought we hung in there. I, I think there's there's just, like, there's moments in the game where te- you could you could tell Tennessee's been playing together for a while. Right. You can tell that they've had, they've obviously had um, experience playing in those types of games with Zakai Ziegler and Vescovy, who's been there for, like, 12 years. And <laughs> e- e- even the transfer that they had, I think his last name was, what, Shvet? Uh, Connect. Shvet. Dalton Connect. Yeah, yeah Dalton Connect. Yeah. yeah. Um, even him, like he averaged twenty points a game last year, right? And yeah, he just had, he's like just one ha- of the best having that experience. Country, really. Yeah, just having that experience, like it, it obviously made a difference in today's game. So I think the more and more we play together, the more and more JJ and Judah start get feeling each mm-hmm. other out. And Chris keeps on like obviously Chris had a big game against Colgate. If he can just um, kind of replicate that, and I think I told you, I think this might not be a popular take, but I think ideally for our team. The Sy- Syracuse Orange to be a successful team, um, I think Chris has to step up into like that first or second leading score. Um, mm-hmm. 
he has the ability to do it. He's shown that in the Colgate game that he can almost basically take over a game and make those big time shots. And um, I, 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 hit, I hit him up the other day after the game, and he was like, "Yeah, man, it's all confidence." So I hope yeah. he keeps it going. Justin's had a strong start to the year. He struggled today from the field, but he still rebounded. was was physical out there. The Seven physicality bolts. didn't really, yeah, the physicality didn't really bother him. So. Um, I think we have the makings of what it takes to be a good team, and I think Chance Westry will really, really help when he comes back. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of needed him today. If they had him, I think that, like, brings a whole different look at it. But that's the best part about college basketball is, like, Chris Bell's supposed to just step up and, and be really good, and he has been so far. And, like, you might look up in a month, and he's just averaging, like, 16 a game, and they're, they're humming. They said, they're clicking on all and cylinders. And, and now all of a sudden he's a household name. Right, right? exactly. That, that, that's what that Syracuse stage can do for you. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It was, it was frustrating at times. Like they were, they were struggling from uh, the free throw line, which I'm sure had Q's fans like pulling their hair out. But overall, I think like the first half is a weird half. They ended it kind of slowly, but Tennessee just has like grown men. Like you're saying, there's like there is a difference between a young team like Syracuse playing them, and then they have like 23 year old guys who've been playing together for 10 years and. Uh, I don't know, the style that they play is so annoying to watch and so frustrating to root against. And the refs were also real bad. <laughs> I'm not going to blame the game on that, but, um, yeah, I'm sure some Q's fans that are tuning in agree with me there. I mean, we're Syracuse fans. We're always going to be biased against the, the whistle. And usually we don't get a great whistle. And now we can't blame it on people not liking Coach Beheim for all the success that he's had. Yeah, that's true. We can, yeah. We can just blame it on the success of the program over the years. Right, yeah, you got to come up with, like, a different saying. But uh, what the, tomorrow they play the loser of Purdue, Gonzaga, right? Yeah, that's going to be It's going to be an easy one. It's going to be an easy one. Yeah, number two or number 11 in the country. So... And both those teams, like, they're, they're experienced. They, they've all play, they've played they together. They present so. the same problems, yeah. And I think just it's just gonna be it's one of those tournaments where it's like it's the be- it's obviously the best preseason tournament in the country, like and I think it was pretty similar to our year at, at Atlantis. Like you try and get out of there two and one, one and two, right? Like that's like that's the yeah. goal for like all these teams. So I, I think it's just gonna provide pro- provide a great great early season uh, thermometer to see where we are and. Um, hopefully we can just keep on building momentum and, and bring us into ACC play, obviously, after playing in a, in a great tournament like this. This has to be the best um, Maui ever. Don't you think so? I think There's so. five top 11 teams. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. Like, no matter who you're playing, besides Chaminade, is, like, literally one of the best teams in the country. You say it technically isn't ranked, but I think in the coaches' poll they are ranked. So, like... It's basically everyone's ranked. All of them are top 11. Then it's UCLA, Q's, and Chaminade. But um, to your point, trying to get out of there, one and two, that's what makes the, like, losing to Colgate, we did it our year. It's devastating. It's the worst thing in the world. But the conversation after this game today when you put up a good fight but then ultimately lose to Tennessee, if you had lost the Colgate game, it's a completely different outlook on the season. You know what I mean? Like. 100%. If they're two and two right now, and they kind of rolled over against Colgate and lose by fifteen, let's say, then oh, I just picked that as arbitrary number. I didn't mean that because we lost by fifteen to them. I just meant if they were down twenty four and then actually lost. <laughs> but like, if they're two and two, it's just full on panic mode. You're playing another top ten team tomorrow. You're staring two and three in the face. Like, so I, I know you. 
I actually didn't get to watch the game live, but I went to back and watched the highlights. Colgate game just turns into a, a massive victory for so many different reasons. Yeah, no, I'm 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 so happy that we got that that uh, monkey off our back. So, um, the press shout out to the too. guy. What do you say? The press work too. No, I, and I think Red's Red's trying some new things, and I think a lot of mm-hmm. them have been working. So I, I'm I'm excited for him too. It's like he, he gets to kind of re-identify himself, and he, he threw the two three out there today, and yeah, um, it's it's definitely different not seeing a Syracuse team run the two three um, the whole entire game, but it's it's obviously very refreshing. I thought they played really good defense today as yeah. well. Like they no, they obviously did. started fa- they start, obviously started fouling at the end, and I think Tennessee ended up scoring a little bit more than they probably would have if we didn't foul, but. I think overall, like there was a lot of bright spots to the game, and like like you said, Syracuse isn't a program to like be like happy after a loss or be like, oh, right. like, we figured it out after a loss. But um, it's definitely uh, convincing knowing the the caliber of team Tennessee is that that we were able to hang in there. And I think athletically, this might it's not especially with our team. It wasn't the case in the years past. Like we were able yeah. to stay in the games because we were making shots. But athletically, I didn't see a huge difference. No, I totally Tennessee agree. And Syracuse. There was times defensively that Tennessee was like pretty suffocated. Judah and JJ and especially Chris were just like flying around. But um, what were they gonna say? Oh, I'm gonna keep a running track on the podcast. We're we're at 100 percent four for four in Q's games of uh, the announcers. As soon as the game starts, they're like, "And Syracuse was in man to man." And then what? Like today, Jay Billis was like, "What?" Syracuse is in man It's just a layup of a comment if you're an announcer. So I think they're the probably the happiest that Cuse has now transitioned to man-to-man because it's just like the easiest opening to the game ever. Yeah, no, it's 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 a layup. Like you say, Patty, it's just it's just a layup comment. Um, it's it's so funny because I remember when we when we played against Duke, uh, my my last game of my college career, and we and we had the little triangle and two going. Oh yeah. And, and Bill's like, it looks like Bayheim's throwing out like a man-to-man defense <laughs> yeah. out there. Like, yeah, they couldn't figure it out. Yeah, so neither could cool. the Blue Devils. But, but uh, how good is Jay Billis and, and Dan Schulman together? They're unbelievable. Yeah, they they're very comforting. Like you know, it's college basketball season when you hear them on your on your TV. It's almost like the new Dickie V, right? Yeah, I mean, they're getting like, they're getting to like goat status. They're probably the best booth together. Although Raftery is is still my favorite. Raftery's probably. great. Rafter is great. Um, I think as far as duos go, they're the most college. Like they, they, they. In my head, when I hear the voices, I just think college basketball right away. Where do you put Bill Walton on that uh, on that ranking? I like Bill Walton's funny for the Pac-12, but like if he was doing the Q's game today, I would have been like, "What the hell?" You know what I mean? Like if it's actually a game, I'm really trying to watch and care about the result and like consume the basketball game. I don't need Bill Walton like telling stories about the Grateful Dead with like three minutes left. Cuse <laughs> is down four. <laughs> it is funny though for what it is. And, and speaking of like all oh, like the Syracuse man to man comment, like Bill Walton every single time anything happens is it's about the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12 yeah, Conference exactly. of Champions. He also he might not even know the Cuse ever played his own. Like he might get on a broadcast and Shulman would be like, "And Syracuse is playing man to man for the first time in forty seven years." He's like, "What?" They played zone? When was that? Like, I could see that happen. The last time I saw Syracuse was when they had Dave Bing in the, in the <laughs> Yeah, past. exactly. And, like, just, just something Some weird Some shit like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's a good call out. Um, but, 
Other than that, yeah, I mean, the Maui will be entertaining to watch. I'm. It kind of sucks that Marquette plays tonight at 11.30 because I'm trying to tune in for our guy Kolek. But um, as far as the rest of the tournament, I think just like it's definitely the best one in the country every year probably. But but this one in particular, this field is, is pretty loaded. Stacked. 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 Um, but that's why. And one thing I wanted to bring up, we'll, we'll transition to a little uh, Miami Heat. Sioux Falls Sky Force talk, but one thing really quick was last week I forgot to mention, I was kicking myself, that you did play the Lakers since we last spoke. Um, yep. And the show before that, I kind of mentioned how like it might be weird, but we were sort of texting about it, but was that, uh, I don't know, how was that experience seeing all the boys? No, it was great, man. Obviously, it's, it was weird being on the other side of it, and I, I think just like there's an appreciation that goes to seeing all those guys, obviously like seeing some of the coaches that believed in you and, and, and wanted to see you succeed. And it's, uh, it, it was, it was great to see all those guys at the same time. I, I know, um, I'm, I'm in the place where I'm meant to be now. So, yeah. um, it was, I, I thought it was, it was great to see like all those guys and like my shooting time was at the same time as LeBron's shooting time before the game. And he came up to me, he's like, man, you're looking great. Keep going. Like so, saw how well you did in preseason and, uh, Phil Handy and Jordan Awe and Chris Gent, like just seeing all those guys was great. So um, great experience. Happy we got the dub against them. That, that's always a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I'm looking forward into the future when I get to play against them uh, when I'm actually in the rotation the or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah so I just that, brought that up for that the, the LeBron too. story because you texted me about it. I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Running to LeBron James. He's like, what's up, man? But, uh, yeah, no, they're playing well, too. I mean, LeBron had like 40 again last night. But... It's it's uh, it's it's. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it so much. It's it's not even like funny at this. Not adjectives like, at this point. But but honestly, like people are, like stop like they've kind of like stopped talking about it almost because it's just that like like obviously it's 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 the layup every single game. Oh, he's been doing this for so, like twenty one years. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Like everyone brings it up once every game, but it's like for the amount of attention that it should be getting I feel like people are just like alright it's like yeah. this is just well, what else, like what else is there to say though that's the only that's my only rebuttal like this guy's almost 40 Patty yeah I understand that but I feel like everyone says that we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This guy like could could be a league MVP this year. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying like he gets all the posts. I just no, I'm, he does. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here behind a microphone, 
and I'm supposed to talk about it, and I have nothing to add because you can't really say anything else at this point. I agree. Ne- yeah. Next topic. Next so topic. that's the point. Yeah. Um. Next topic. I think. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, last night, first yeah. ball game with the with the Sky Force. Yep. How? Uh, I don't know. Was it was it good to be back in the in the G? Because I know we've talked about this before, but. On a two-way, I think a lot of people may view it negatively when, like, you get sent down, but it's kind of like, I mean, you're going to play 30 minutes, you're going to get your shots, you're going to get out there and actually run. So um, I know you enjoy it when you get to go down there and actually, you know, like, play some hoops. Man, I I love to play the game, and I felt like I was in such a good rhythm with the Heat before in the preseason, just, like, mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, I was just so locked in, and, and to be able to – kind of get back to that last night after not playing for a whole entire month it just, it just felt great like i woke up this morning i was a little sore and i was like ah i missed this feels thing. nice <laughs> you know, yeah 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 it just feels nice and um being able to just get out there and compete uh it's something that i love to do and i think last year like with the g league i was in the g league most of the year and i think this year it's been a good little switch up at the same time like i, I just want to get out there and compete and last night it was it was great competition too like when you, we talked about this before, but Wendy and Gabriel was on the Wisconsin herd. Elijah mm-hmm. Hughes, both those guys have had multiple years in the NBA. They had all three two ways down. They had uh, guys coming off their bench who, who have NBA experience. And I, I think it was just, just great to get that experience, play against those guys. And it, it, was, it was weird because I haven't played in a month. So it, getting my legs underneath me, I missed a couple of shots that I normally make. Um, so I'm excited just to continue to play. I'm, I'm going to be playing these three games and then rejoining the, the big the big squad. But yeah. I think just, just being able to get out there and play is such a great great experience. And, and just having the support of the coaches, too. Like, Spo texted us right texted me and Nico right after the game and just said, like, there's a lot of positives to take from that game, and even though I didn't play as well as I thought I could have or wanted to. So it's, it's always great Still to play well. and compete. Still playing well, 40% yeah. from three. Yeah, man. It's, it's all uh, – 34, it's man. All, yeah. But uh, what is, I'm sure a lot of people saw you making J-Butt's Insta story, but uh, yeah, is that like real cool for you guys? Because I saw the videos of him um, like dapping up Jovic and he tagged like Alonis Williams in a story and stuff. Like, does it actually mean a lot to you guys when you look over and you're like, oh, there's the best player on our team and he's, he's taking the time to come to our game? A hundred percent, man. Like he doesn't have to like take a private jet to... Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and, yeah. <laughs> and come meet up with us. Like, he doesn't have to do any of that stuff. I think it was just so cool that, that he took the time out of his day, like, spent his own money to come to come watch us play, man. And, um, to be able to, 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 to be able to see him courtside and him cheering us on, and, and he wasn't really giving too much advice, and I, I felt like he was just more of a fan, which was cool. Yeah, so, that's uh, cool. So it's so, kind of the like, vibe he, of, like, you're, uh, you're you and – Jovic and the other guys that are, have been with the team are like, you're on freshman or JV, and you get sent down for a game, and the best player on the varsity team shows up, and you're like, oh, exactly. yeah, that's still my boy. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And yeah, Nicole played great yesterday, too. I was really happy for him. He did like, play being well. Able to, being able to come down and, and just show what he's been working on. I think that's the biggest thing about coming down to the G League is that like you're working out so much with the top team. You're not getting a lot of five-on-five reps, but you're working out mm-hmm. so much that you finally get to like kind of show what you've been working on and test it against real live bodies and competition and guys who are fighting for your spot too. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you won't be able to time travel backwards, but you do play tomorrow night, Tuesday, against the Herd again. 
Um, yep. And then back to back, right? Windy City. And is, we play Wednesday against Schedule City, so. correct? Yep. So, so three games in four days, which is al- it's always great to have that um, mixed into a road trip too, because th- then you come down and get some reps. Because when when you're on the road, it's really hard to get a lot of work in and and be in shape when you're with the top team. When when you're home, you're able to get, get in the gym a little bit more. And then this month's been really tough because we had an eight day road trip, home for two nights, and then nine day road trip. Right. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. But, um, yeah, you're, you'll be with the, the squad in New York. Can you mention that here? Or is there a chance yeah. that it changes? Yeah. I mean... Life for two way, thing can change at any time. At any point, um, yeah. At any point, but the plan is for me to be in, to be in the city with the, with the squad, and it'll be cool to meet up with a couple of different people. Hope hopefully see my boys Patty and Adam. Um, the Swatter Show will be there if you're there. Exactly. Probably even it's, even if you're not there. <laughs> Saturday yeah, exactly. night, Barclays, um, us Swatter Show times Tommy Alter link up collab. <laughs> That's what we're hoping but, for, uh, man. That's what we're hoping for. That'd be amazing. He's one of my heroes in the pod game, so that means <laughs> so much to me. But um, how does that work? So, like, Thanksgiving, are you – we could transition to some Thanksgiving talk, but are you, um, like, traveling that day and meeting the team? That's the plan, man. Just travel on Thanksgiving, meet, meet the team in New York, and I don't know. We'll see. My, my family's trying to fi- find a way to come up and Figure it out, me, yeah. So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Thanksgiving talk, uh, classic podcasting, and I think like we have to do it. Last week, last year we might have done it. So, although I think we took last Thanksgiving that week off, so maybe we didn't. But if we did, apologies. Um, I feel like if you have a podcast, you have a, a duty and a responsibility to your listeners to do the classic debate of what your favorite dish is. So I don't know who wants to start, but let's let's go with our uh, let's go top two favorite things on the plate Thanksgiving. Let's go Adam first. Yep. All right, this is a tough one because I'm going to get a lot of hate on this. But we have mashed potatoes, and then we, so we have 14 people at the table, and we have mashed potatoes. But my mom and I, like, my grandma makes this, like, roasted potato thing, so we each get our own little, like, peeled potato with, like, a ton of, of butter and, like, roast it in the oven with the turkey and with the basted and all that. So that is probably my favorite part of the meal. But the rest of the table doesn't get it. It's only me and my mom out of 14 people. That's tradition. So oh, it's just I you too? Yeah, because everyone else likes the mashed potatoes better. So we kind of have a little secret alliance oh, yeah. here on the side with my grandma who makes 500 things on Thanksgiving. And then my second yeah. thing has, has to be um, 
the dessert plates. We have a lot of dessert later in the day. And I guess I'll, if I'm specific, the pumpkin pie. My mom makes a great pumpkin pie. But dessert in general is an unbelievable experience. Lewis, for I want to sincerely games. thank you for that answer because, like I said, everyone does this boring-ass argument, and you just gave an individualized answer that I don't think anyone else will stay. So that was perfect. I thought I'd tell great. a personal story. Go I'm ahead, gonna get, that yeah, was great. That was great. That was perfect. I'm going to go ahead. answer next. Number Pat one, go I'm going to go stuffing with a bunch of gravy. Number two, uh, I was actually going to say dessert, but since Lewis said that, I will pivot to, uh, I'm going to go rolls. I think that's actually my Come favorite on. part. Yes. Come on. Yes. Yep. I love how you introduce, you introduce yes. the segment, and then in your head you're like, I think my second thing is going to be rolls. Like, are you kidding me right now? Well, no, it was supposed to be rolls? my third, but then. Oh, dessert. Yeah, no, we, we got to say that more. You, you guys got to get real up in arms about it. That's how you is make it, these clips is it and go viral. Or are you getting them from, like. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, okay. That's ridiculous. It's, Actually, it's maybe the, not. It's probably the croissants. It's probably the croissants. From well, me. I was going to say mac and cheese, but I don't even is think that, that would count. dish? Yeah, that doesn't count as, like, I, my family's had that before, but, like, I don't think that's a classic Thanksgiving dish. But, like, turkey, 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 turkey kind of Tur- sucks. Turkey. I'm not a huge turkey guy, no. Especially yeah, it's like not, it's it's real dry. It's, carried, it's way it's better by the gravy, right? So there's no point. Mm-hmm. It's, you can't say the turkey is the good part of it. If there's this is another take that no one's ever had. I think actually the best part is the next day when you make like a turkey sandwich on toast of sorts, like the leftovers. Yeah, no one's ever said that. Yeah, exactly. Hot I was take. the first person to ever say that on a podcast. That, that, that's a very original take, Patty. Yeah. All right. What's yours? What's yours? Turkey. Mashed potatoes. No, I'm gonna go, uh, yeah, I'm going to go mashed potatoes, one, and then I'm going to go stuffing, two. So pr- right. pretty pretty by-the-book answers, but that's who I am. That's who I am. I'm by-the-book. Do, do things the right way. Who does the cooking in, in your guys' houses? Uh, my mom, my mother, and my aunt. They do a tremendous job. Yeah, my, my grandmother, my, my dad's mom, when we go over their house, and then uh, my, my mom, my mom does... A good amount of it as well. Are you guys ever helping out? Yes. Do you go in and, and offer the help at the time when they yeah. email they're going to say no, so then you get credit for saying it, and then you just walk away? <laughs> when I've told everyone about my last six months for the 14th time, I'll go into the kitchen and, and try to avoid any more of that. <laughs> Patty, you're uh, you're giving away our secrets, man. you gotta you got to calm down. My mom listens to this. No, I mean, that's just a classic move if you're a, a young adult male. You walk in, you're like, oh, mom, do you need any help? And then you know she's going to be like, no, no, you're good. It's at like 11 a.m. And then you just disappear yes. for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously Thanksgiving synonymous with football. This year, it's kind of weird. I was thinking about this when I was like looking at the games. The Lions are the best team that are playing on Thanksgiving. Do you think that's ever happened in our lifetime? Definitely that's, not, right? It's got to be the first. It's got to be the first. Like, Lions-Packers is every single year, and this year it's like, oh, the Packers suck and the Lions are really good. I, don't, I, I can't remember that ever being the case. I could, I could see a, an upset, though. I could see an upset. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, the Lions did not look great yesterday playing the Chicago Bears. Like they, just, they just win close games. They're kind of like the Vikings yeah. last year. They just win close games. Oh, that's not a bad call, actually. Their, their offense is definitely better, though. I don't know. I, I, I like... I, how would you compare Kirk last year to Jared Goff this year? Pretty similar. Right? Pretty similar. Yeah. They got a lot of firepower, though. Their defense is probably better, too. 
I just said their offense and their defense are better, which would make them just a better team. But um, aside from that, other NFL talk is that the Eagles play the Chiefs tonight. By the time you're listening to this, they beat them by 45. But <laughs> I, I'm actually nervous. I think the Eagles might lose. That's going to be a great game, though. That will be a great game. Um, anything else, fellas? Anything else top of mind? I was going to do a little debate about the best Thanksgiving or, uh, Feast Week tournament, but we already kind of talked about that. I think we're in good shape. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is, I don't know if it's going to get, do better or worse with travel on Thanksgiving. Like, if you're headed to your, whatever your family's doing, you should just throw the pot on for 15 minutes, I think. That, that's the end of our episode for episode number 53, Patty. 53 of the Sweater Thanksgiving Show. Thanksgiving special. Pre- Thanksgiving special. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Obviously, hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving with, with your family. Hope you guys get, get some good food, watch some good football. And uh, ultimately, just have, just be, be around the people that you love. So, happy Thanksgiving from the Swider Show. We really appreciate you guys tuning in on your ver- on this very special day. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Hopefully, we have a guest. That would be great if we had a guest. Patty, I think, huh? I think, yeah, that would be nice. That would be a nice Thanksgiving special or uh, present, even though you get presents for Christmas. But we were just discussing offline. I think a perfect Thanksgiving is you're sitting on the couch, you're surrounded by friends and family. Maybe it's post meal. You're watching the late game. I don't know, even know who's playing this year. I think it's like Raiders, Vikings, or some bullshit like that. But you're sitting around. Everyone's tired. Everyone's quiet. You throw on the Swider Show, and you let us kind of steer the, steer the conversation. And uh, that takes you into the rest of the night. So, um, yeah, I think that's a great that's a Thanksgiving well spent with your closest friends and family, including us. So, like you said, thanks for tuning in. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed this week's show. To find out who will be joining us next week, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms, at Swider Show on Instagram, at Swider Show on Twitter, and at Swider Show on TikTok. We also recently developed our very own YouTube page, www.youtube.com slash at Swider Show, and subscribe. You can send in a mailbag question to be featured on the show, Show at gmail.com and of course if you haven't already make sure to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode week to week Cole Swider Show with Patty Casey is presented by Blue Wire Podcast and our executive producer is Adam Lewis Swider Show is created by Cole Swider Patty Casey and producer Adam Lewis all rights reserved thank you guys we'll see you next week